Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. To get that proper feeling was probably four or five days after we'd moved in. Even like the first groceries and the, the fridge was full of food. Yeah. And to think, oh my God, this, this is where I'm going to cook now. Like this, yeah. this is it. episode of the Get In Our Home series. This is the series designed to help home builders, homeowners and renovators to get inspiration and guidance from industry professionals and also homeowners themselves. My name is Peter Clemartin and in this episode we travel to County Mead to meet Maureen and William and their stunning newly built home. In this episode we cover getting plan permission, going the direct builder architect route, choosing the right site, building during Covid, interior design tips and lots lots more. Um, the house is an absolute credit to the guys and with Marine's eye for detail, it's full of stunning little pieces and gold touches everywhere. So don't forget, you can also see this home in all its glory on the Get In Our Home YouTube channel. So I started by asking the guys about why they chose this site. Uh, so basically building in Summerhill. Um, my parents live right across the garden there, so I've never really lived anywhere else. Um, so when we were looking at building, it uh, came down to three sites. They're all kind of within the family, so I was buying them off my grand grandmother, and uh, we just decided to go with this site because it was next to my family. Um, it was also kind of the easiest in some ways because the other ones, there was issues with a river beside it, things like that. But right. we're happy enough with this one because it's actually we're pretty central in terms of the village yeah, yeah towards it's right in the village yeah. so everything is walking distance yeah, the school yeah. the doctors the pharmacy the groceries yeah. everything and that was my thing as well because i'm i'm coming from the city yeah so going into the countryside for me was like oh my god <laughs> like i have to, have to drive everywhere so no yeah. this was a big selling point to us as well to be able to walk and to still be so yeah. close yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, like, were you always gung ho or set on building a house, or did you ever look at buying or? No, it was always building. For yeah. William, it was always building. Yeah, I, I was. No... I was always building. Why was that? I don't know. I just I like the idea of of kind of putting like I knew what I liked in terms of a house. I liked the idea of putting that into my house, and now we made changes. <laughs> When we sat down and actually went through everything, we had to make compromises, but I kind of, it was something I thought about for a while, like how I wanted my house, and I'd be driving past, looking at houses, going, yeah, I like that, and I yeah. like that, and it was just something I always, the thoughts of buying a house and trying to renovate it didn't really interest me. 
I just always wanted to start from scratch and build what we wanted. Yeah, okay, so t take me through the process. So how did you guys meet and what's the story and how, what, what led you to, you're smiling like crazy there, like what led you to deciding to build a house together? Oh. No, we, we, oh, we met at work and um, slow at first sight and uh, I was living in Dublin, it was really expensive and... I'm sorry, you're originally from? I'm from France, okay. from Paris. Um, so yeah. What a big change from yeah, Paris huge, to somewhere huge different. Ah, She made but, the right um, choice. It's not about uh, where you live, it's about the people that you live with and that are around you, your community I guess. And that's what I fell in love when I came here. and like how everyone knows each other and I felt, yeah, I felt there was really a community and that's why I came for Ireland because I thought the people were so lovely and I, I got that here. And then as we got further in our relationship, we obviously wanted to settle and I think for William, it was always a, a known factor that he was gonna build like near his family and and he had always spoke to you about building them. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like, and like all his, of his friends built houses, so it was never a question of like buying a house. And for me, it didn't really matter because I, to be honest, I don't really care. Like as long as I had a roof under my, over, over my head, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, we just made the decision one day to go and build. Yeah. And, and I suppose you were lucky it. enough, William, in the sense that your family had some land that yeah, made exactly. it quite affordable to get a site. And yeah. We got really up. lucky, yeah. So yeah. when we, we had spent a while, Maureen had moved out of Dublin, we'd spent a while living in my parents' house and we just kind of at the point where we were like, do you know what, we may get a start on this, this could be a long process. So I went down, spoke to my granny, spoke to my uncle and pretty much had a choice of three sites and this was the one that we wanted to go with. So. Then it was, once we had the site, it was just we went straight to the architect and to kind of to make sure that the site was actually feasible as an option because some sites you just won't get planning on. So we went in and arranged a meeting and kind of just got the ball rolling from there. Um, he advised that out of the three sites, also this was the best one yeah. to oh. build a house. So he, we gave him the three sites and told him like to help us decide because as much as we wanted this one we also wanted to be sure that that was the one where we'd, we would get the best chance like of having planning permission and all that yeah. so yeah so so take me through that so so okay you're building a house it's all decided how did you find the architect or like was it a recommendation or uh so it was yeah it was a recommendation it was actually another architect uh close by when i rang him he told me that there was like five, six month waiting list before oh, we'd even wow. get a meeting yeah. with him. So I didn't, we didn't really want to be hanging around. No. And this was just another, a friend of mine who didn't use this architect, but had heard about him. And I just got his number and rang up and we had a meeting within a week and went in, gave him the three sites. He came out, checked the three sites and he said that this one was probably the best option to go with. And this was, this was our first choice anyway. So, yeah, we then just sat down and got planning, got deciding on plans for a house. We kind of that was a long process. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so tell me a little bit about that. So, like, um, how did you go about designing the house? Like, I, I always think it's really interesting when you're approaching an architect. Like, what do you, like is it kind of like you have your cards behind your chest and you don't tell them what yeah. you want, or did you go in and say, I need this, I need no, this, I need this? No, we did that. So I knew what I wanted. I yeah. guess more than yeah. you did. 
and we went in and we said, well, I said I want a walk-in wardrobe. If, if I was to design my house, I want a walk-in wardrobe. And but the architect's like, okay, that's pretty easy. That we was can, first. We uh, can do that. Yeah, <laughs> but I wanted then the master bedroom to be working around it, and I wanted, I wanted something of a nice size. And like, I, I knew I was, <laughs> it's probably more luxurious and we don't need it, but I think that's, that's really what I wanted. And you really wanted a second living room and yeah. an open area. Yeah. And I think the architect then worked around it. We also were kind of like insisting on the fact that we, we want a family and we want to have kids. So we want a house that's going to be able to, to have a family, yeah. like kids. And adapt, I suppose. Like and adapt, yeah. 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 Uh, like across the years. And then the other factor that was really important to me was that obviously my family is French, so I wanted to be able to have always a room and a bathroom for them in the house that they could come whenever they wanted and they would be able to sleep in the house. Like they wouldn't have to go to a hotel or anything like that. Yeah. So from then, I think then the architect drew a first, like a first house. And after a few meetings, William and I weren't too keen about it. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't what we wanted. Like there was like the rooms that we asked, but yeah. it just wasn't, we weren't in love with the design anyway. So um, what I did then is I drew what I thought I wanted and I sent it to the architect. Obviously I thought it was great at the time. It wasn't <laughs> when the architect see, when the yeah. architect seen the plans, he was like, no, that's not going to work. And I was like, oh, so obviously I'm not an architect. But um, I think from then he was like, okay, no, that he understood more yeah. what we were looking he, for. He got a better idea of what we were looking for. Yeah. And like, what was it like late in yeah, one evening? Yeah, it was evening? like close to 12 o'clock one night. Yeah. Just got an email on the phone with new plans. And we both look at it and I think we fell in love with it. Straight, straight away, away we were like, just yeah, went, yeah, that's, 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 what, that's we what we want. But, um, but it kind of took us to completely yeah. scrap his original one for him to come to the new plan that we wanted. Mm. Like, even though it was nearly a process for yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's, it's important that you do sit down. It was one thing a friend of mine said, like when you get your plans, like go out to your site and visualize the room you're in, in yeah. the site you're on and what it's going to feel like. Mm -hmm. And I do, you do have to spend time, like, cause the first house he drew, he ticked all the boxes we wanted. He had the, the big walk-in wardrobe. He had the kitchen living area. He had the second sitting room. He had all these things, but it just wasn't what we were looking for. Mm. We um, weren't wowed. Like, yeah. 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 You need to, I, I like, you know, especially if you're going to act, you need to fall in love with it. Like, yeah. yeah, you yeah. really do, like, you know. You only, yeah, well, the, yeah. the way we've seen it is like, we're only going to do this once, yeah. hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to get it we right. We only going to do this once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, no, that's, that was a long process, but it was yeah. definitely worth it yeah. to, to take time and to challenge our exit almost as much as he challenged us. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, like, like there was things. Like just, you know, probably standard things for him that we like the way doors open, like, you know, the way yeah. the way the room flows from one room, the house flows from one room to another, like things that for us, we didn't think was important, but it actually is important. Yeah. And so he was pushing those things on us. And then we were kind of sticking with what we wanted and forcing him to adapt. So it, uh, I think it all came together well, like. Yeah, 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 but uh, it definitely is. It's a process, like, and you, you kind of have to keep probing at it until you you find what you actually want. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, 
um, mm. I think it's it's so it's so unique in the sense that you only do this once, yeah. you know. So it's 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 nearly a little bit scary, you it know. Is, you, it's you're stressful. so conscious of getting it right. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so you get you you get the design and you're really happy with it. And you submit for planning. How did planning go with me County <laughs> Council? Uh, it was long. It was Mead County Council. Yeah, yeah, Mead County Council. Yeah. So. It was long. We we put it in first, and we thought everything was great. And it was actually, I think, it was actually the day before or the weekend before we were due our decision. Like, because you can track it online, and we got notification that it was refused because the date in our site notice was wrong. It was actually the wrong year altogether. <laughs> Um, that was just a mistake. That was yeah, a mistake. yeah, it was just yeah. a mistake, but we just didn't cop it. And then they said, because we lived down a lane, they said that the site notice at the top of the lane wasn't visible to the public, oh, no. which, yeah. like it was, to be honest, but yeah, yeah. they said it wasn't, so we had to move that. Um, Such a minute detail, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just but stuff that I kind of wish they didn't wait until two days before we were due to get the decision to tell us, like, but, because um, it's just eating into your time, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and then what then did you have to resubmit? We had to resubmit, yeah, and yeah. go again. And then the second time we... Uh, it wasn't refused, but we got asked further, further information, information yeah. um, about the um, landscaping. And there was a few other things about, I think, the gates. Yeah, there was, there was like moving the gates back off yeah. the edge of the lane so that it was visible either side. Uh, we had to give them a landscaping plan, just things like that. But... I think everyone kind of says once you get further information, you have planning. Yeah. You just have to provide the further information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we did knew it that. It was just a matter of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what sort of contribution fee did they ask for then? Sorry. What contribution fee did they ask for? It was so it's eight thousand, uh, eight thousand one hundred. I think if you pay it in one go, or nine thousand if you pay it over installments. Wow. Mm. wow, that's one of the highest ones I've heard actually. Yeah, yeah that's really high. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a big hit. Isn't yeah, it? it's a big hit. Yeah, especially at the start when you're yeah. you're trying to get together your like your savings for your mortgage. You're trying to pay for a site. You're paying you're architect paying fees, solicitors, solicitor fees. Yeah, you're paying your yeah the um, transfer of the land. Yeah, transfer of the land, yeah. like whatever tax you're paying on it. Like yeah. it's all it's it's all adding up, it's and that's enough, it's yeah. a nice lump sum to be hit with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and and then <coughs> talk to me about. Um, getting planning. Did you ever consider the self-build route or was it always you were going to tender for a builder? What was the thought process there? We asked ourselves a few times, should we mm. do the self-build? We were interested in it, but I think neither of us has the time mm. and nor the knowledge. And at the time, not of, none of our friends really went down that route. Yeah. And so we would have had no one to not rely on, but even ask for advice or yeah ask questions about it mm. and yeah. to be honest the, the biggest factor was work like we work mad hours as it is so i don't know when we would have been able to Devote look the at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the house we I'm, I'm sure we would have made a bit of a saving had we gone that route yeah but i think for us it wasn't worth it yeah. worth the time one thing we always say in the interviews especially when we're couples is like if you had to just count up the time that you were working, yeah. as opposed to spending on self-build, yeah. you probably would have earned more working than yeah. yeah. you would have saved on yeah, the self-build. Yeah. Yeah. So it probably made, made more financial sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the older side of things, which is headspace, you yeah, know, that yeah. you're actually not stressed to the, 
Yeah. That was nine, the, you know. That was the big thing for me was at the time we were like there was no COVID, so we were up in our office in Dublin and it was the thoughts of getting a phone call from some contractor saying, I'm here to do this, but whatever was needed to be done beforehand wasn't done and I'm sitting in the office not really knowing what he's yeah. talking about, going, okay, I'm not sure you'll have to come back another day and everyone just getting dragged on and dragged on. So that was the big thing for me was that I wasn't around or like neither of us would be around. And I just, and you I really just didn't do. have you the need knowledge. You need to hear every single yeah. day. And yeah. You need to be on the phone and you need to be yeah. able to take a phone call at any stage. You need yeah. to be able to come every day and make yeah. sure everything is being done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, because you like, you're, be you're so the one organized. that's linking all the oh, different yeah, yeah. suppliers yeah. and all that. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you went with a builder in the end. How, we how did, did that go for you? How did you find the builder? Um, was it a recommendation again or local? Or? It's actually from the village. Yeah. So, yeah. it's. So, it was a local guy at the village who. He actually came up to me and asked, could he tender for the house? And I, like, I would have asked him anyway, but I was like, yeah, no problem. So we sent out, like it wasn't that we just went to him, we sent out to, I think we sent out to 10 builders. Yeah. Um, and some we didn't hear back from. Some were recommended by the architect as well. Yeah. Um, and so some, but some of them were, yeah, like, the, the, the fees were out. The like, difference between to be honest. the builders, um, one of them was almost twice as much as the cheapest yeah. and that's how how like mad the difference in quotes we yeah. got like it was just ridiculous yeah no i know i know that one of them was told by the architect that if, if he wants to get a job he's going to have to rethink his pricing because yeah. it was just so high <clears throat> but we went with we went with a, a local guy that I've, I've known for years like and to be fair to him like he came at the start and he he actually gave us some great savings at the start and it came down to him and another builder, and I remember in the meeting with the architect, with the two builders, Maureen asked the second builder, like, is there any, is there like, any, any tips like, or, or any ways we could save or, money? Yeah, and apart from like, telling us that, oh, maybe don't do the painting in the house, which is, that's not what we were looking for. We were looking for in, term, in terms of like, the actual design of the house. He yeah. just had no... He, yeah, it was kind of just like, well, if you don't do the stone outside, yeah. it's cheaper. It's kind of like, well, well, I know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were looking but for more in-depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah, the, builder, the builder we went with gave us, like, he gave us two or three great tips, like, that we saved yeah. money. Like, we ended up with a bigger garage because of them, like, so. So, like, one of them, for example, was the attic. So, instead of building an attic in, in our main house, um, we actually built the attic into the garage. We made the garage slightly bigger. And because it changed the structure of the roof, it was it worked out actually cheaper. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So. And that it, was his tip. Yeah. That was his tip. Oh, yeah. Like the structure of this roof. That's something you wouldn't even really think about, would you? No. Not Pretty at all. Not at all. And yeah. um, the structure of this roof as well, he changed. Yeah. So he removed steel in the vaulted ceiling, and yeah. we went with a truss roof. Yeah. And that saved us because our steel bill, because of just the design of our house, we've yeah. quite a, quite a bit of steel in it, and it's our steel bill was quite expensive, so. He recommended this, and our architect said, "Yeah, once you've the certs, that's, that's no fine. problem at all." So, like, no, like we were happy it's with the, with our builder. Like we were happy. Would you have any advice for somebody getting quotes from different builders? Uh, was there anything that you did, or was there anything that, that you would recommend uh, people don't do or do do? No, I. The one thing I'd say is get as detailed a breakdown as yep. possible. Did you get a, a bill of quantities from your architect to send to the builders? 
Uh, yeah, so we got like we got the, the tender pack from the okay, architect, yeah, yeah. and he that was sent out. But like some of them, just depending on the builder, like some of them might give you five stages of the house broken out with a fee beside them, whereas others will break it out by detail. You'll have blocks, you'll have like plastering, you'll have internal joinery. And that's what you want. You'll have first fixing electric, second yeah. fixing electric, first, first fix plumbing. Like you want that detail that you can see. Okay, that's where my money is going. Like. Yeah, yeah, and then you can, and then it's like probably really easy to compare. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's, he's charging me X for this, and he's charging me X for this, yeah. so we can see the difference. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Like, like some of the quotes we got back, we couldn't really compare them yeah. to other quotes apart from the the end figure because we didn't know what yeah. what we were paying for. Like, yeah. Um, but that would be the one thing is get. I'd get as many quotes as you can, and I'd get as detailed a breakout detailed as possible. Quotes, yeah. yeah. How did you find the, the build process then? How involved were you when the, when the builder was there? Was he ringing you every day? Was it like, you know, did I, you have to get the trade, sorry, did you have to get the tradesmen or did he source everybody? How did that dynamic work? Uh, so he supplied, so he's a local builder, but he uses mostly local lads. So like, to be honest, I knew, I'd say ev everyone by the stone <laughs> right, yeah. I knew them all, like, so it was fine. He did say that if we wanted to get our own like electrician, our own plumber, our own. Oh well, that's, it was up to us. That was sound because some builders don't allow that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like he he was flexible because he kind of knew that if we did that, it would probably just be another local guy that we use. So I was happy enough to go with who he had. I just thought it'd be easier. Like these are guys he works with all the time. Like they're probably doing other jobs for him, so he can. It's easier for them to work around coming from one job to come to our job to go back to another job. I just said, no, like you, you can fire ahead and use yeah. what you want. I think in terms of involvement, we became way more involved at the end because yeah. it, I think it all depends in the terms of finish that you agree to with your builder. And the finish that we agreed was like not a fully finished house. So in terms of the painting or, for example, the tiles and yeah. like some of the bathroom things, mm -hmm. we had to search ourselves. And so that all was down at the end of the build. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that brought you more involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah like of we were like we were pr pretty much down the house every day and oh, made yeah. sure like because yeah. then we became the ones having to make sure that these people were doing the job. Yeah. So, um, but at at the beginning it was fairly easy because he was managing the whole build. Yeah, yeah. We, apart yeah, yeah. from coming and seeing it just to see it. Yeah, yeah. We had nothing really to do, which was great. Apart from like maybe going one of the days and seeing windows and deciding on like doors. Yeah. But they were like the easy jobs. They yeah. weren't stressful jobs yeah, yeah. as such. Um, did, did you find it hard um, at the start to imagine the house, like when you were coming to sites of, was it hard to visualize? Yeah. Uh, like it was funny because when when the floor was poured, we were looking at it and we were like, this is going to be so small. And we were going into the guest bathroom and we were like, well, the bathroom, the, the shower is never going to fit in there. Like, this is ridiculous. We were so stressed that the house was going to be tiny. And then the, the blocks went up and we were like, well, this is not going to, this area is not going to be able to fit couches. Like, we were panicking. We were like drawing the couch on the floor and we we're like, it's not going to work. And then finally, when the house was plastered, we were like, Jesus, it's massive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the kitchen went and the couch went and we were like, like, it's actually so empty in here. Like, it's ridiculous. You don't realize until like you've the, the, the walls are white and 
the floor is down, like you actually, it's hard to visualize. It's hard to grasp the size of each room, like and yeah. I had been told, I've been warned about that, like, like you go through phases where you think it's big, you think it's small, depending on whether you're looking at the concrete block, whether you're looking at wet plaster, dry plaster, paint. It's hard to get a, a grasp of, of how big or small a room is. It'll just vary throughout the build, like, and uh, it was really only at the end that we really kind of looked and went, oh yeah, okay, that's that's the size. Like, even drawn, like you're you're buying couches or you're buying things, and you're looking at the measurements on a site and you're trying to draw them on the ground. Like, it's it's hard to get a, a feel. For yeah, it. yeah. It's also, as I said, like it's also quite daunting then because you're thinking, well, what if I don't, you know, and, and you're questioning everything. Then you know, yeah. it's yeah. it's it's a funny one, and like so. So throughout the minute you were coming and you were kind of watching it, monitoring it and whatever, um, was there any like real hiccups? Was there anything that sticks out to you and was like, it was a big mistake or a big problem that was made? Uh, ah, yeah, like there's, there's always different things throughout the build. Like, like initially, one of the things was the kind of orientation of the house. Like I actually thought it would be turned slightly more um, like we've we've a big window in our kitchen living area, and I actually thought it would be facing more down the field, whereas right now it's kind of just facing straight at my parents' house. Um, that was probably one of the things at the start when the foundations were poured. I was like, oh, I, I didn't realise that was going to be facing that way. Now, obviously, we're we're happy with the way it is, but it's there's always things as you're going through, like Velux win windows kind of not in the right spot, or they're not they're not say spaced out as much and you're kind of looking going that doesn't look right but a lot of it are things that I know or Maureen knows because we're looking at the plans but people looking at the house now don't, don't even realise yeah 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 because yeah, there's all those things that yeah. you think about but nobody else realises yeah. yeah yeah um okay so what was the hardest day of the build uh, for me definitely the hardest day was the lockdowns when you're seeing the site closed and there's no work being done and you don't know like initially. Yeah, so like what happened there? So you're building away, what stage were you at? What, what happened? Uh, were the blocks day? going up? So I think it was right before windows because it yeah. took ages for us to receive the windows yeah. and that was all because of COVID. COVID. and just materials being slowed down. And yeah. Yeah, like initially... In initially terms of materials, we got actually lucky because our builder um, had bought them in advance, yeah. knowing that they oh, might that be yeah, locked down. Yeah, yeah. No, he he so was good in that way, like he planned. It, it was more like the workers couldn't come work because they, it wasn't allowed. Yeah. So like, we were just stuck because no one could put windows or no one could plaster the house. Yeah. It was just... And you're kind of, like initially it was supposed to be a nine month build and turned into like a 16 month build. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you're kind of like, you just don't know when it's going to get going. You're renting somewhere else. You're like, oh, gee, how long am I going to be renting this? You're, it's tough when, when the house is moving and then all of a sudden it stops and yeah. you don't see any progress. That's kind of the, one of the hardest things throughout the build is when you come down, even if it's just one day, you come down and you don't see anything new. You're like, oh, what was done today or nothing was done today? Yeah. Uh, things like that. But that it could was, be very slow. Like, yeah, yeah. But then COVID, Obviously, for everyone, it made life harder. But yeah, it was that was probably the worst. Was just seeing the, yeah. the, the, the down days. Like nine months, six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's slow. now like, and then you're, 
the other side of it was towards the end, the kind of the latter lockdowns, you were hearing stories like, oh, one-off bills are allowed to keep going, or if you reached a certain point in your bills, you're allowed to keep going, and there was things like that where, like, oh, only one trade person is allowed on site at a time, so you're trying to manage between, okay, a plumber is coming today, so the electrician can't come, the electrician's going to come tomorrow, so the plumber can't be there, or, so it, it did. It became a lot more yeah. difficult, and it just yeah. draws out the process as well. Like yeah. So um, so so when you got to a finish stage, when did you decide to like? Was there a like? When was it like? Right, we're moving in. You know, when, like when? When <laughs> right was away. it finished? Like you know, <laughs> it was finished right away. Yeah. So um, I think what the tiles were done, and then we pretty much we we were, we were just waiting on bathrooms to be finished. Okay. Yeah. So as soon as the bathrooms were done and everything else, like the floors were, were done, the doors were done. Yeah, the kitchen. The kitchen was on. Yeah. The last thing to be done was the hanging of the doors. Yeah. So it was like... Arctraven doors. Yeah, there was a weekend where our tiler worked all weekend to get the tiles down so that the kitchen guys could come in on the Monday to, hang the, to put the kitchen in and do the wardrobes upstairs, but then that also coincided with the guys doing the stairs, so we had to plan that, say Monday, Tuesday, the, the kitchen guys were up doing the wardrobes upstairs, so that on Wednesday the stairs guys could remove the temporary stairs and start building the proper stairs, so they could come downstairs to the kitchen. So it was, there was probably about two weeks where like, it was just frantic, like there was guys coming and going everywhere. It was kind of at the end of those two weeks, everything was kind of done and it kind of came at us quick in a sense that we were like oh we actually could be ready to move in and then it was just all hands on deck to try and clean the place yeah like it wasn't like it's it's still not fully finished like there is still a bit of paint here and there like around the archive and the curtain boards that needs to be done but i think we were happy out to move in and yeah, yeah. there are things that can be done along the way yeah yeah and I think we were living at the time in a very small granny flat and it was it was comfy and all that but yeah. with the baby we were just we were just really looking forward to like having our own space and our all of like our own bedrooms mm. and all that so just yeah. to have it just to have a designated area for things like yeah. like in the granny flat was like the kitchen was the living room, was the sitting room, was the office, was the nursery room. So now yeah. we have even an area for each of them. Yeah. 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 And you're both working from home. Yeah. 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 So that's quite tough as well then to be to be in, in the new home and straight away it's like an office. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually fine because we, we each have our room, our yeah. office. So it like we don't have to see each other all day. Yeah, <laughs> so it was tough at the start, I found, just after we moved in because we were working from home and then we were going straight from working from home to trying to furnish the house. So it was like doing panelling, it was hanging curtains, it was hanging was blinds, it never was a rest. <laughs> cleaning tiles, it, was, it yeah. just never stopped. Whereas I suppose if you were in the office, you'd have three hour round trip commute to kind of relax. Yeah. Whereas you didn't really get we it. Now you're going straight on. from one yeah, to the other. Yeah. 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 And I found at the start, I know I said to Maureen a few times, like we need to just sit down and enjoy the house. Yeah. But I'm glad now that we didn't because it is almost finished. Like, yeah. like yeah. a lot of it is furnished 
and now we can properly sit down and enjoy the house. Like yeah. when I first came in here today and you told me you were only here three or four months, I couldn't believe it. Like genuinely, the house yeah. looks so much more complete than for somebody that's only been in a couple of months. Yeah. You know, yeah. you nearly feel like if you go over to the shop and you're here two, three years. <laughs> no, honestly, like it's just yeah. so that's all well, that's all marine. <laughs> um, yeah, so so moving into that then, um, getting the house to a really high finish stage, like what strikes me about this house is number one, um, it's really uniform, up and down stairs. It has the same kind of feel and theme to it. And you know, we mentioned the gold off camera, but yeah. tell me a little bit about that or how, how did you decide that or what was the plan there? So it, like, it really started with the kitchen. So when the kitchen was installed, there wasn't any handles yet. And um, we had planned for black handles. Yeah. But I think from my point of view was our, one of our best friends, a couple of best friends had like their kitchen made by the same kitchen guys. And I, I was just thinking, oh my God, like our kitchen's going to look the same. And like, it's not fair on them because they start first and <laughs> we're copying the whole house. Like, so I was trying to think how to make it a little bit different. And I had come across a few like Instagram where their kitchen had like gold handles. And I was like, oh, I think we should try that. Yeah. So I, I, talk to you about it and yeah. you seemed keen which I was pretty impressed because I didn't think he would ever want anything gold and um, from there I went to the kitchen guy one of the day and I was like so embarrassed because I thought he was going to be like it's too late like it's like the kitchen is done like yeah. uh, and I told him I, I really would love gold handles and he, he kind of was he was telling us that it wasn't really going to work with the colors and all that but I kind of insisted I was like no I, I really think it's going to work so um, he ordered them anyway, he installed them. And we all looked at it and we were like, oh my God, it really works, like yeah. it's amazing. So then from there, it was like, I need to like make the rest of the house tie with okay, this. Yeah. Uh, so it was like, let's start with like the lights. So we went with like gold lights to kind of make it all tie with the gold handles. And then we went with like a panel light that was in the gold and brass tones. And the, then we just added bits and pieces yeah that was like in the same like gold and brassy tones and i think that made it all actually to build from the kitchen yeah yeah. it made it all tie and go together and then kind of happened accidentally but yeah yeah. it probably is good advice to start with the kitchen that's that's the room you're going to spend most your time in yeah but i think yeah i think from there like it all it all made sense like what style we were going to go for because I think before that we really thought we were going to do something like a farmhouse yeah. style so more of a like traditional, traditional yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think that changed everything like from there we were like oh so it's going to be even it's going to be farm style but it's going to be modern yeah, yeah. and I think I fell in love with that because I was just afraid of having it completely wrong if I had gone for farm style because it's known to be a bit more expensive even like furniture and all that so by adding a bit more of a modern vibe, I think you can find even more yeah. of a diverse range yeah, of furniture yeah. and it's not as expensive. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's, but that's even the like, whole like What strikes me is like your bathrooms and like your snug and everything. Like it's, you walk in and it's like, it's like literally picture perfect down to the mat and the, the little like comfort mini table stuff. Like how, like, like when you were buying stuff, how did you do that? Like, were, were you just like thinking, oh, that could work there, that could work there? Or did you have a picture in your mind of each room and you just bought everything for that single room? No, I, I actually made mood boards. Okay. So I used the app Canvas 
and I started with a blank page and I was like, okay, so I like this furniture, I like this table. And then I was like, okay, what chair could go with that table? And I went to, I searched like different websites and then I seen a chair that I liked, but it was too expensive. So I like, I browsed even more and like I made a list of like different shops that I knew in Ireland that I liked and I was looking like at different options and I was weighing the pros and cons and should I spend a little bit more money and get these type of chairs or not. And like by putting everything together in a page, then I could really see like what, yes. what yeah. a room would look like. And I think that's how we really made it. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure we William, made it work. Was a, William was a great help from Oh yeah. Great yeah. help. <laughs> I'm, I'm a dab hand at <laughs> <laughs> I know, you like she I was just, putting them together. With the, the end yes, yeah. like, yeah. I'm William like, yes, like, you can buy that. No, no, yeah. no, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, no, I think I think that's what No, it's just it's just hours of research is yeah. what Maureen did. Like it was it really was non non stop every evening was just okay. Marine had a fear of coming into the house and having empty rooms yes. with nothing in them. But I think that, yeah, that, that was my biggest fear. It was like, we'd have this lovely big house and then we'd move in, but it wouldn't be a home yet. And I knew we were going to come with our daughter, Alva. Yeah. And I just wanted it to be comfortable for us as a family and being able to like relax on the couch in the evening. And you know yourself, like a couch could take like five to six months to come and some shops are even worse like it could take a year to make a couch so like our table what took about five months to yeah. get wow yeah um the couch in the so if you had earlier, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah we would have waited till next year to get yeah. anything ready yeah. so yeah. and e even more so now because it's the end of COVID. so like i think everyone is getting back the into yeah the demand is way higher so like it's harder to get anything so um so I really pushed that during the build, like from the start of the build, really, we have like, we, we knew, we made a list of things we needed to get and we bought things along the way. So like our garage yeah. and um, <laughs> your parents' house was full, full of, of furniture and decoration and all that. I yeah. think they were so glad when we finally <laughs> moved in. They gained like two rooms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, like, it's like <laughs> you've got an extension in the yeah. house now. So, um, um, yeah. And just in terms of, like, I know somebody's going to ask this, where did you get most of the furniture? Was it all over the place? or It's all over the place. I just, I was afraid if I got everything from one shop, it wouldn't look original and that it was too, like, obvious. So we got, we got from everywhere. We got from diamond furniture. I'm looking at the table there, so that's the first thing that comes <laughs> yeah. to my mind. We got from Easy Living Furniture. We got from DFS for couches, lamp, lamps and lights. Uh, part furniture, um, easy living. I said that the other one. There's easy living mm, furniture and easy living interiors. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's it's really uh, a real mix. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. IKEA. There's yeah, oh, literally all everything. Like yeah. You were even telling me earlier off camera about some of the presses that were IKEA presses that you kind of upstyled nearly. Yeah. So yeah. like there's obviously towards the end when I got the big pieces of furniture, so like our dining table and our couches, um, the smaller stuff, we worked with a smaller budget. And so we were like, okay, um, we'll make a compromise, we'll buy from Ikea, which they're a lovely piece of furniture, they're probably not the color we wanted. So what I did is just I sanded everything and I painted it the way I wanted, changed the handles, and it's really things that doesn't, doesn't cost a lot of money, but mm. they're gonna make them look completely different. Yeah. And 
now I think they look they look yeah, very yeah, expensive. They look class. Very and luxurious. Yeah, <laughs> and it costs nothing. It's just a little bit of time, I guess. It, yeah. just, it just ties into the team of the room. Like yeah. it, it makes it easier because you're not stressing about trying to find that perfect piece when you can yeah. buy kind of a standard piece and then up style it or change yeah. it to suit your team or your room. Mm. Yeah. What What is your favorite part of the home? Oh, that's a hard question. I think the f my favorite part to look at, it's probably this room because it's so bright. Mm. And I think no matter what the moment of the day, especially when the sun is shining, it just looks amazing. In the evening, the sun would flow right to the end of the small sitting room, which is just amazing. Like yeah. you get such like a, a yellow light. Yeah, it, yeah. it shines all over the, the kitchen. It comes through like the, the Velixes and the apex window it's just amazing yeah. um but i really i really like the, the snug room as well i just think it's so comfy and so lovely to sit there in the evening with a cup of tea and a movie and you just like all them the kind of like neutral warm tones make you feel like homely and yeah i'm, I'm laughing because she didn't want that room and <laughs> that was yeah. my room and now it's been converted into her room. <laughs> yeah. would you agree this is your favorite place yeah, no, I think my favourite part of the house is sitting at the island. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like sitting at the island looking out the big apex window. I think that's my favourite, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were to go back and do that again, would there be anything that you might change? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, like, well, I'm happy with the design of our house, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I love our house. It's it's, yeah, no, it's not that, but it's just that you know, there's yeah. always things that you might have changed yeah. or done better or whatever. The utility room, I would have gone for something bigger. And Why? Because at the minute, it's just this, it's more like of a back hole and we have everything we need. So we have like our bush area where we can see it and change our shoes. We have like the dish, um, the washing machine and tumble dryer, yeah. the heat recovery system is there and there's a freezer. So it has everything, but it's, there's no place, for example, to hang your clothes and let them dry. So that means that they have to dry in one of the rooms in the house, which is not lovely to look at. Mm. And the day where all the bedrooms are a kid's bedroom and yeah. like I've nowhere to push to hang my clothes if it's raining outside. Mm. So that is a bit annoying to me. And I, I kind of wish we had we had allowed for thinking more about the utilities. Yeah. yeah, because I think it's a really important room in the house. And we spoke to a builder before and he said to me, you can never make the utility um, big enough. Yeah, yeah and well, I think that's, that's... We were warned, like yeah. numerous people told us when we were planning our house yeah. to put in a big utility room. And we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but we wanted other parts of the house being bigger while keeping yeah. the footprint of the house at a certain size for price. Yeah, sorry, I meant to ask, what square foot is this house? So it is two, two, just over 2,500 square okay, feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was that was pretty much our limit, like because we were kind of working off a set price per square foot. So to get the other room slightly bigger, we compromised on the utility room, which looking back we probably yeah, shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just for practicality reasons, like it, like as Marine said, it has everything we need, but it's just kind of there's more uses for it than what we're using it for, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. That's probably that and this, the downstairs bathroom as well. Just 
probably we, we didn't think through the layout of it properly and it's certain things it's it's a bit tight in certain areas like our towel radiator is kind of squashed up against our vanity unit and uh, just things like that I kind of yeah, would have thought through yeah I would have thought through it probably yeah. better yeah and then there's another thing is um, in this house there's a lot of steel and we didn't know it because they actually designed the house and included a lot of steel but we didn't know how much steel would cost when the actual builder looked at the plans, he said to us, had you not um, had that many steel and pushed the upstairs to match the size of the downstairs house, it would have cost you the exact same amount of money. So we would have right. had a bigger house, but for because the for the same price, because, okay, you don't spend the money on the steel, but you have to spend it on more tiles and more blocks, yeah. but it, it cost the same amount of money. And I think maybe that would have been yeah. better. Yeah. Just it would have allowed us anyway to have this bigger utility and we could rearrange the upstairs to be wider. Not that there's a need for the upstairs to be wider, but it, it was more for the utility room and the downstairs bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. But, but saying that then you might have lost your V-Lux or you might have lost a bit that of That is the other yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Thing, you yeah. Know yeah. Mean? So exactly. Kind of yeah. Under, you know, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Hard one. Um, okay. Well, one of the things that I love asking, and it's one of my favorite questions, is um, do you think that this is your forever home? Yes. Oh, you have not done it again. <laughs> Too stressful. Yeah. No, it, it, it is definitely our forever home. There'll definitely be like improvements and <laughs> there'll be extensions made at some stage, but it is our forever home. Don't worry. It's down the lane. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Well, like it's like to me, this is my ideal location for my house. Like so, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be going building a house somewhere else. But yeah, no, there's always, there's always things like you know we've we've an office now, but if that office ever needs to be a bedroom, then we have to go and find an office somewhere else. Because to be honest, I think our work we're always going to be working from home. I think. So there will be areas that we will probably change, or I hope there's not too many, but yeah, there, there will be areas, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's interesting. So, so when, when did you actually move in? When was that? It was uh, two weeks into June. Yeah. So it was mid-June. Mid it was around 15th or 16th of June, I yeah. think. Okay. We so had to wait till month end was over with oh, work. Yeah. To wait till what? Month end. Yeah, so for our work, we're busy. To, we're very busy the first two weeks of each month. Okay. And then we're kind of not as busy for the last two weeks. So we couldn't move in for the first two weeks because we just didn't have time. We were too busy. Yeah. Right, right. So the minute that finished, then we got stuck into moving oh, okay. in. Okay. That's really interesting, actually, that your work dictated when you yeah. did yeah. your home. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, okay, so I want you to take a moment now and just think about this. Yeah. So it's what, what day of the week was it, do you remember? Uh, oh, actually... This is, this is part of the reason why we were rushing, because I was told you can't move in on a Friday. So we were planning on moving in on the Saturday. So and we went in Friday night and started Because like, someone the told house. me that week that, no, you're actually wrong. It's You don't move in on a Saturday, you move in on a Friday. So we had to, like, myself and Maureen slept upstairs in the house when the rest of it wasn't ready, just so that it wasn't, the Saturday it wasn't, wasn't our first luck. night in the house. Like, but, yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was the Friday. I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure exactly yeah. the date. So... What I'm trying to get at is like, what was it like? What was that moment like when you woke up? 
What like what did you say? Uh, to I don't even think I slept the whole night. It was just such a weird yeah. evening. Like we were so exhausted. We had spent like the whole. We had spent like six or seven hours straight trying to like clean and you and your dad were hanging like curtains it was just mad so we yeah. went to bed it was like what 2 a.m in the morning or and we were like so like excited to go to bed but at the same time like i was panicking i knew like there was still so much to be done I w all i was thinking about is oh the hallway is a mess there's like boxes everywhere yeah. so i think when we woke up in the morning we were like now we have to keep going like we have to go downstairs and like keep at it yeah, but it was nice though, that feeling, coming down the stairs, opening the kitchen door yeah. and just it looking at our kitchen, even though, like, even though a lot of the furniture wasn't in, but yeah. just going like, okay, this is, this is our this house is now. This is it, like, like yeah. Um, yeah, it's it was, it was a funny feeling, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what I love asking because for some people that are behind you in the journey, it can nearly feel like it's never going to end, yeah. you know, especially towards the end of a build, it just feels like it's just going to go on forever. So to hear you saying that, yeah. it's really inspiring. Yeah. It happens very quick at the end, actually. No, like, it does, yeah. You wait so long for it, and then when it's the moment to move in, it's it's like it happens and you click a finger and then yeah. that's it. Like The one thing I'd say for us, probably because we had so much of our furnishings bought already, so we obviously want yeah. to get them in the house, it probably wasn't the first the first night we slept there probably wasn't when we properly felt like we were home. Like yeah, we were, like that we were comfortable. Yeah. It was kind of probably four or five days later when we could really kind of sit down and put our feet up and be like everything was in place and we were like, okay, yeah, now it's our home. It was nice the first night waking up and coming down going, oh yeah, this is going to be our home, like this is what it's going to be like. But to get that proper feeling was probably four or five days after we moved in. Even like the first groceries and the, the fridge was full of food. Yeah. And to think, oh my God, this this is where I'm going to cook now. Like this, yeah. this is it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, so what's next for the house? No, no house is ever finished. I know anybody was no. telling me that. No. What's, what's next on the to-do list? So archive and um, skirting board need to be painted. So that's the really next, next, next one. We probably need to do for very me, soon. For me, it's the outside, the yeah. garden, patio. Uh, yeah, that I, too, yeah. Like, it was like looking at a jungle out the windows there for the last while. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just want to get those done at the minute. Yeah. They're, they're next on my list anyway. But, and um, do, you, do you think that, um, like, what, like, you know, when you're doing all these things or whatever, do you think that there'll be more things coming down the line that you haven't thought of? Like, what I'm saying is, like, will there be any last minute changes or will there be any things that you might be might be changing around or any rooms that you might be reconsidering or anything like that? Um, no? Not sure, no. There's definitely like things that we need to do in terms of like, we want to get building units for the TVs and okay. um, I think that's the two big things we want to do, yeah. get building units. So custom made units for both TVs. Um, in terms of room being like changing all that, at the minute, I think we're happy enough with yeah, right. what we've done. What actually, most people say is like, I'm going to probably turn a bedroom into a home office, but you already yeah. have yeah. the office, so that probably won't yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the last thing I ask is, and this is the very last question, is what is your one piece of advice for people that are sitting at home watching this or listening to this and they're thinking, I think we're about to build a house. What's <laughs> your, like they're a really early stage. What's your one piece of advice that you give them? Uh, can I give two? You can give two, Willie, just for you. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm not sure what would Marina say. 
For me, the first one I would say is get a good mortgage broker because the start trying to finalise your mortgage is stressful and knowing what you need yeah. if, like there's there's a lot in it like between local needs stuff getting letters from schools the lower parish priest the football club all those kind of things to gather up all that information all your work pay slips your bank statements get a good mortgage broker who it just takes a lot of that, that stress and headache out of it he, like I know for us, we like our mortgage broker, I couldn't recommend him highly enough. Like, And he just laid it out in an email saying, this is what you need for these dates. Yeah. We sent them on and he pretty much put our application together, got oh. it sorted. Um, and he's been with us the whole way through the build whenever we needed him, any advice, even things like, uh, like the help to buy scheme. Uh, obviously you get that for, for bills as well. And things like that that we weren't sure about yeah. and he just told us what we need to do or how we need to do it and then the other piece would be just keep going back over your plans make sure yeah. that you're happy with them yeah uh, just even when like get as many people to look at them as 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 you can like because everyone will have pick out a different thing like oh no don't like even simple things like I remember with our house I remember a friend of me telling me, like, oh, you have too many windows, you'll have nowhere to put your furniture. And it's kind of like, like, you don't want to be putting your couch up against the window. Yeah. So you need a wall, like, to put your couch against. Just little things like that. I just keep going over your plans before you finalise them. I'm really concrete then. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry, Maureen, you mentioned one thing that we were off camera. We, we spoke about with sockets and the placements of electrical yeah. sockets that, to really think about them. Oh, like switches. go when, when you're in the house, when the blocks are in and um, it's time to do like mark out the electricity, go through each rooms and like turn the lights as if, as if you were going to turn in, on and off the lights because sometimes the electric sensors they're really good at their job but it's not their house and they don't necessarily think about your daily life um so you need to make sure like you have a plug wherever you need a plug like if you want to put a decoration light or even if you're in the bedroom you're you have to think where am i going to dry my hair mm. like it's little things yeah yeah that like uh, you mentioned one thing really interesting that i would never have thought of was like a light in the kitchen and then you walk into the snug but if you want to turn off the light you have to walk all the way back over yeah. But that's such a simple thing. Yeah. But when you think about it, it makes total sense now that you've said it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So yeah, no, I would definitely like. It's it's not something. It's something you really need to be involved. Yeah. And you really need to go through every room and do as if you were going to turn on yeah. on and off the light and make sure you're happy where all the switches and plugs are. Like you need to pretend yeah. you're living in the house before yeah. you're living in the house. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just think of, just go through like try. <laughs> it sounds weird, but. Think of a scenario where you're going from one room to the next yeah. and what you will do as you go from and one room to the next. And make it a cup of tea and go yeah. to the fridge. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and in terms of like, on the subject of like electricity and lights and all that, like I think in terms of lights as well, like sometimes electricians really push it, they push for spotlights, but sometimes you don't really need spotlights. If you have like a big panel light, and in terms of decoration as well, that's going to be the focus of your room. And that's going to be a lot of lighting. So you don't really need, like, I don't know, 10 spotlights. When you can have, like, one big pendant light, that's going to be your source of lighting. Yeah. Uh, like, 
it's also money saving because yeah. Yeah. spotlights can be quite expensive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for the amount of time that you're going to turn them on, turn them on, sometimes it's nice that you have like a mood lighting rather than like yeah. a big bright light in your face. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought yeah. two more there. Go on. <laughs> sort out your air code as soon as possible and sort out your ESB connection as soon as possible. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just what? get the ball rolling on both of them. Yeah. ESB can it can just drag out Take a long trying time. to get the connection. Um, it's, ju it's just a long process. And then the air code, it's, it's handy for deliveries, if, like even to get it before you start, like for your deliveries of blocks and things like that, it's handy to have it. But then in terms of like something as simple as getting Wi-Fi, you need an air code and it can, it can just drag out as well. So I'd get on those two as soon as possible. Yeah, because you were saying that they do it every quarter or something and yeah. you're yeah. waiting for an air code. You can't yeah. get Wi-Fi without an air code. You can't yeah. get the Wi-Fi, yeah. They only release them every, yeah, every, every quarter. Yeah. But was that going to be your advice? Did it, like, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. ah, sorry. That's a good I joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you stole it. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. Um, if, no if people, if it's okay with you guys, is, is, if people want to get in touch with you, where's yeah. the best place to find? Uh, Instagram, so the Ryan's house. The Ryan's house. Yeah. I'll post it below anyways. But cool. yeah. Guys, thank you so much. I really no appreciate problem. your time. <laughs> Nobody speaking to people that are in their home and they're enjoying their home and <laughs> the home is so bloody finished. <laughs> for months, so yeah. thanks yeah. so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to check out the guys on Instagram at the Ryan's house. I'll also post their details in the description below anyways. And if you haven't already, I would really, really appreciate it if you would consider leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Um, it'll cost you absolutely nothing and just helps us to get found and to help the podcast grow. Um, thanks and hope to see you all next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.